Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to a new week, a new episode of the Review It Rob show. I am of course your host, Review It Rob, and I hope everybody out there has had a great 4th of July weekend. If you celebrate the 4th of July, hope you had a great extended uh, weekend break. I did not, I didn't get the extra day off, but whatever. I'm not, I'm not bitter about it by any means, but nonetheless, man, hope everybody had a great, great weekend. Hope everybody out there is doing good. Me personally, doing great. Um, coming off of celebrating my birthday, so that's awesome. Had a great time with that. Um, another year older, another year grayer, but hey, I'm happier than ever, and I'm glad to be here. So, um, what I've been up to, basically, you know, I uh, bought myself some movies and one of the things I bought was a four-pack of the Batman films. You know, Batman 89, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. And I've been watching those, just watching them um, every day almost. Yeah, pretty much every day back-to-back. Still love Batman 89. Batman Returns is still a good, fun time. I love me some Michael Keaton Batman. That That is my Batman. I've always loved that Batman. You know, I enjoy the Christopher Nolan, uh, Christian Bell films. I enjoy Batfleck. I'm going to enjoy Robert Pattinson for sure, but Michael Keaton's always had like that place in my heart. So can't wait to um, see with the rumors of him coming back for this Flash film. Really awesome to see that. Um, speaking of that, somebody noticed an Easter egg in the Batman Returns film, which I need to watch the movie again. Apparently there's somebody in the the uh, ball scene where... Oh, God, that sounded dirty. But um, in the scene where... Bruce and Selena are dancing together. There's somebody in the background dressed up as uh, the Flash, classic, classic Flash uh, with the uh, the helmet and the wings coming off and everything. So, gonna have to rewatch that um, to check out that Easter egg. I also watched Batman Forever, and you know I don't I don't enjoy that film as much as the uh, two before it, the Tim Burton Batman's, but. You know, it wasn't as bad as the watch as I remember it being. Um, now that I'm older and everything, I, I kind of enjoy it. It still has that kind of Tim Burton feel to it because Tim Burton produced it. Um, Val Kilmer really wasn't all that bad. and But honestly, I think I love that movie, or I enjoy that movie because of Jim Carrey's performance as a Riddler. He's just killing it in every scene that he's in. He's just over the top, and he's just fantastic. Love me some Jim Carrey. I thought he did great. Uh, Batman and Robin, on the other hand... Not enjoying that at all. I haven't even finished watching it. Watching it, I think I just got an hour in the whole time. Been like, good lord, why? You know, this is still going on. Yikes! Just you know, bad puns, bad dialogue, just bad, bad everything. And George Clooney is Batman. I know he's come out and said he killed the franchise for a little bit, and you know what? He absolutely did. He he doesn't fit the role too much. He's kind of too too uh swarmy and too. It's just he's weird. and He's smirking all the time, and it's. You can tell there's an ego and everything. It's just, it doesn't fit to me at all for the character. And you can understand why they took such a long break before going into another Batman world. Because that thing just did not work out. Um, so yeah, I still got another hour of that movie to look forward to. Um, yay me. But that's what I've kind of been up to. Just watching movies, relaxing, enjoying, uh, working out more now that I'm... About two months away from Halloween Horror Nights, super stoked, super excited that that's coming up, that's happening, can't wait for it to happen, it seems like all systems are go, they've had people getting cast for the um, scare actors and everything, so stuff is going down for Halloween Horror Nights, it sounds like I'm going to be able to be there and take part of it, take part in it and walk around and see everything, I can't wait, vacation is going to be fun, man, um, this is my birthday trip, because you know, my birthday is in June and it's hot as crap and going to Universal Orlando when it's hot outside is just a tough thing, but 
you know, so I can, I treat Halloween Horror Nights as like kind of a birthday trip, but you know, I go because I love the love the event and can't wait to be there. But um, something else I love is movies, and let's talk some uh, movie news. How about that segue? Last week on last week's episode, I talked about uh, how Jurassic Park was number one in the movie theater, uh, number one on the box office once once again after so many years. Well, it happened again this year or this week. Uh, with a different movie, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters has reclaimed the number one spot at the box office for the first time in years and years. And it's so cool to see these classic films because that's basically what movies, theaters are having to do right now is they're slowly opening back up and they're showing classic films. But mostly what's leading all of this is drive-ins, man. Drive-ins are back in a big, bad way right now. And they are making some bank and tell you what, it's cool to see Ghostbusters at the top of the box office. It's cool to see Jurassic Park back at the box office. And it's cool to see these things going on. I can't wait, personally, to get back into theaters and start watching movies. Had somebody attack me the other day on social media about the fact that I'm wanting to go back into movie theaters. But, hey, you know, whatever. People do that on social media. That's what they are. There's a bunch of uh, trolls out there. But I'm excited. I can't wait to be back in theaters and check that out. Um, Big news time talking about stuff i can't wait to check out and i'm so excited to uh return stranger things 4 uh you know me i love that series absolutely love that series to death i think season three of the show was just you know incredible from start to finish one of the greatest seasons in tv history if you ask me so we're going to season four with big hopes and big questions about what's happening and everything we got our teaser and then you know of course everything shut down Well, uh, news came that Netflix is hoping to get Season 4 back into production um, by September 17th in Georgia, which is interesting because I'll be be at Halloween Horror Nights and maybe there's a Stranger Things house at this year's event. Who knows? Nothing's confirmed yet. But um, Stranger Things 4 could be going back in production. Like I said, I'm so excited for this. I can't wait to see what will happen. If they're shooting in September, that means it'll be probably coming out probably, you know, the same time, July next year. So, nonetheless, Stranger Things Season 4 should be moving forward in September. Um, News that came out of nowhere, but kind of fits after you think about it a little bit. Jason Momoa, Aquaman himself, has been uh, cast to voice Frosty the Snowman. Wow, Frosty the Snowman. He's going from uh, Kyle Drogo to Frosty the Snowman. But hey, Jason Momoa, what a personality. Uh shared a video of his today that came up when when he was on the Jimmy Fallon show. It just makes me laugh every time I watch that video. I mean, I love his personality. I've, I've said it to a couple people. I want to be like Jason Momoa when I grow up. This is just an infectious attitude and personality, and he's so cool to see. So him voicing Frosty the Snowman, what looks like it'll be a live-action slash CGI hybrid type of film. Um, I'm for it. Why not? I mean, Frosty the Snowman, classic character. We... A bunch of us watch the uh, the movie when it comes on TV every year, so I'm here for it. You know, I'm here for Jason Momoa. He's one of my favorite actors. Um, speaking of Jason Momoa, kind of segue into somebody he's worked with, Henry Cavill. Uh, he has uh, recently come out addressing the recent reports regarding his return to the DCEU. Yeah, uh, he said, "quote The amount of speculation, the stuff I read on the internet is extraordinary, and sometimes frustrating." It's when you see people stating stuff as fact, like, no, that's not the case, that hasn't happened, and that conversation isn't happening. Uh, he was, of course, addressing the rumors that he has signed on to play Superman in an upcoming DC film, DCEU film. Uh, he did go on to say, though, quote, but the important thing is that people are excited about it. 
And I think it's important to be excited about a character like Superman. Superman is a fantastic character. If people are chatting about it, and even if they're making stuff up, it's okay because that means they want to see the character again. In an ideal world, I would absolutely love to play the character again. So he's up for playing the character again. I'm sure DC will gladly uh, bring him back. They're just having a hard time coming up with a Superman story for whatever reason. Um, you know, been around since the 30s, people. I mean, come on, it shouldn't be that hard to come up with a Superman story. I know the world is weird, but, you know, hey, Superman is a good character, and we should get him out there. And yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, Superman was never a character I was all that crazy about, but Henry Cavill's performance just brought me in, and I love what he did with the character. Uh, I'm one of the few people in this world who enjoy the Batman vs. Superman film, and... We got Zack Snyder's Justice League film coming next year, or miniseries. We'll see what it is. But that's coming next year, and there's a lot of hype about it, and he's obviously a huge part of that. So off of the hype train that's going to be coming from this, I would not be shocked at all to hear that Henry Cavill is going to be, you know, on the screen as Superman again. And, you know, there's a DC event coming up, so anything and everything can happen. Um, speaking of... Warner Brothers is reportedly in the process of developing a live-action DC film around the character Satana. Uh, the movie will be separate from Bad Robot's Justice League Dark series that's coming. Um, if this is true, this will be Satana's first live-action DCEU film, of course, and first ever solo outing. Um, Satana's like a magical character. She inherited her powers from her father, and... Hey, he, good lord. She um, inherited her father's magic powers and career as a professional stage magician. Uh, some of her powers are, of course, the ability to control elements, telekinesis, telepathy, teleportation, and manipulation of reality. Awesome character. Uh, it would be really cool to see her on screen. Uh, she was fun to play play as on Injustice, so, you know, that's cool. She seems like a really cool character. and be cool to see, you know, DC start bringing out these toys and characters we haven't seen before. So Zatanna could be coming. Um, I, we don't know who would be playing her yet. We don't really know anything other than rumor right now. Who's going to play her? Maybe Alexandra Dodaro. I know there's some uh, fan, uh, fan art of her as the character. Uh, I think I saw some fan art of Victoria Justice as Zatanna as well. So we'll see what happens. But it's really cool to see that character coming. Um, also on the lines of the rumors and of the Justice League Dark. Uh, rumors of Constantine. Having a new live-action film uh, focused on the Sorcerer is apparently in development as well. I remember years ago they did a film with Keanu Reeves, America's sweetheart. I guess you can call him now. America's darling. The internet's darling for sure. Uh, but they did a film with him a while back and rumor is saying that he could possibly come back. Because of course with all this worldwide fame he's now getting between the John Wick films. we got Bill and Ted returning this year. Uh, we got a Matrix 4 coming. We've got another John Wick film coming. People love Keanu Reeves, and it's, it's obvious to tell why. It's easy to understand that. So if I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if he decided to come back, but of course these are all rumors right now that, uh, again, we have a DC event coming up. That should be clearing some things up. Um, Going to come back to DC in a little bit. Let's jump around to some other news. You know, the show, we get twisted. We twist around the world of movie news and checking out uh, still... Kind of comic book related, but not D not fully, you know, not DCEU. Um, Ron Perlman was recently uh, doing some talking. He, of course, was in the Hellboy films uh, before the newest one came out. And uh, speaking of that newest one, Ron Perlman said 
he hasn't seen the film that has been widely panned, uh, the Hellboy re reboot starring David Harbour, of course, Hopper from Stranger, Stranger Things. Um, but he did say he was initially approached to star in it. Went on to say hopes one day that Gilmore Del Toro will wake up <laughs> and say we need to finish this trilogy. So he's hoping for a third Hellboy movie. I mean, at this point, why not? You know, the reboots and reimagining, restart, whatever you want to call it, Hellboy didn't do too well. I personally have still haven't seen that movie. Uh, I've heard it's not the best movie, but I can't fully judge it without seeing it myself. But um, be interesting. I wouldn't be too shocked if you know. Of course, Guillermo del Toro has the opening, and the creators of Hellboy want to do do it. I say why not. Um, speaking of why not, Kevin Bacon seems like he is up to replace Robert England as Freddy. He was asked recently about it, and he seems pretty open to the idea. Um. Even went on to say that it would take a lot of makeup. So, hey, whatever. But um, Kevin Bacon, that's cool. We've heard these rumors for a while. Robert England himself, Freddie, the man who played Freddie for so many years, said uh, last summer, it looks like, he said, quote, he's not a kid anymore either, but the rumor I've heard that I really like is Kevin Bacon. Kevin loves horror. He's a real actor. He's a character actor. Kevin was great in Tremors. Kevin was great in Stir of Echoes. I've heard this rumor, we need someone like that to take it on and redo it, exploiting all of the new technology. Hey, I'm here for a, a new Freddy film. Um, you know, recently we've got Halloween kicking it out there, doing a great job. Uh, Child's Play came out last year and did way better than people expected it to be, uh, including me, who's a huge fan of the Chucky character. You know, it's time. I mean, with Jason on hiatus because of, you know, legal issues, and it's been over 10 years since that last remake that failed it's time to bring Nightmare on Elm Street back and I believe the Craven Estate has the character back so there you go Start, I'm pretty sure they're already working on ideas which I hope they really are and you know bring Kevin Bacon in why not he's, he's a, he'd be great for the role um, next bit of news I feel like I'm flying through this episode nah, about on pace but um, that's good, I feel, that's a good thing, Sean, I'm starting to get a little more confident doing these episodes now that I'm like, what, 16, 17 in, but having fun nonetheless. Um, anyways, next bit of news is that it's going to be from Chris Hemsworth, he has said that he will be taking on his biggest physical transformation to become the wrestling icon, the Hulkster brother, Hulk Hogan, in an upcoming biopic. Uh, the movie is going to be directed by Todd Phillips, who just released The Joker, or Joker last year, that won, of course, some awards. Uh, for, you know, acting and everything, but I love the joke. I enjoyed the Joker movie a lot, and it's cool to see that he's taking on a Hulk Hogan film, and it looks like this film is going to be uh, centering around Hulk Hogan's rise to success in the 1980s, so that's cool. Um, Hemsworth said, quote, this movie is going to be a really fun project. As you can imagine, the preparation for the role will be insanely physical. I will have to put on more size than I ever have before, even more than I put on for Thor. Try to say four Thor like five times faster, but um, that's insane to think about. So, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan or if you've even seen like reality TV shows, you know who Hulk Hogan is. Um, wrestling icon, huge icon for the WWF at the time um, in the 80s, and you've seen what he looked like. So, you know, to think Thor is taking on this uh, big role, that's really cool. Went on to say that there is the accent as well as the physicality and the attitude. I will also have to do a deep dive into the rabbit hole of the wrestling world, which I'm really looking forward to doing. So big props right there. Me as a huge wrestling fan to know that 
Chris Hemsworth is excited about doing a rabbit hole dig for wrestling. Cool, man. Signing me up. That's awesome. Makes me even more excited for this film now. And he said the physicality and attitude. So it sounds like he's going to be doing a lot of his own stunts if he's allowed to. So that's cool. Um, goes on to say, quote, I haven't even seen a script yet. The project is in deep development. Todd Phillips and I met to chat about it maybe a year or two ago. We talked about the idea for the film and they're working on it. So seems like this will be a couple years from now. I don't know what he's got going on. I'm sure there's something MCU-wise that he might be doing. Well, he should be in the next Guardians of the Galaxy film for sure. But um, And then, of course, we got Thor, Love, and Thunder. So we'll see what's going on there. But really cool, interesting idea. We, we live in a world where a lot of biopics have been coming out. We had the um, Fat Rocket Man. We've seen mostly music biopics, right? But uh, I remember The Wrestler came out a number of years ago, and that got a lot of buzz, and we'll see what this does. This could generate a lot of buzz as well, so I'm in for it. I'm excited about it. Um, to be The first time I heard it, it was like, cool, cool idea, but, you know, don't know what it would be like now to hear how much uh, preparations he's going to be putting into it and everything. I'm, I'm more excited about it. It sounds like he's taking it extremely serious, and that's awesome. All right, uh, next up, news-wise, looks like actually my last bit of news here going to be... Um, Zack Snyder related, so if you don't like Zack Snyder, I'm sorry, <laughs> but he was recently he was recently asked on uh, asked a lot of questions about, of course, his Justice League that's coming. You know, that's been huge hot news in the not just comic book film world, but I think the film world in general. And um, a couple of things that were pinpointed, and I'm going to go through here as well. Um, first thing being the original Steppenwolf design will return, so that's good news. Um, he's in deep. VFX work on the film right now. The upcoming release of Justice League will be 100% his vision with absolutely no compromises. That's good. Uh, we will likely get a new teaser before the upcoming DC Fandom. It's so weird. I thought it was Fandom, but Fandom. <laughs> um, on August 22nd, so that's even better news. That last teaser that came out, I literally had goosebumps every single time I watched it. Uh, Junkie XL will return to score the film. Justice League will include more nightmare sequences with Darkseid and Superman, so that is intriguing. And Kevin Costner will likely return as Jonathan Kent for a brief cameo. So, I mean, let's just get this excitement keep going. I'm so, so pumped for this thing. Like I said, that teaser, oh boy, that teaser got me good. Got me real good. I, I'm, I'm excited. Give me this. I'm so I'm so ready for this. All these things we've heard about the Justice League. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. It just sounds better and better and better. There's a belief that the Green Lantern's in this film somewhere. Ugh. Give it to me. I can't wait. Give me, give me, give me. Um, also in uh, director Zack Snyder world, he con continued to reveal even other facts, including that the death of Robin was uh, confirmed as one of Joker's casualties. And, of course, because of this, of him confirming that, a person on Twitter asked him about Batman versus Superman and if he would have liked to have seen an interaction between Ben Affleck's Batman and Jared Leto's Joker. And Snyder responded by revealing that he has always supported Leto's betrayal of the clown, clown prince of crime. And that's so cool to hear. I've always supported it as well. I don't, you know, I think the hate is mostly based on the fact that of his look because of the tattoo on his head, whatever. Um, I've always enjoyed it. I thought his performance is 
perfectly fine. You know, he's being compared to Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson, two of the greatest of all time. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> That's, you know, how social media works. I personally, I've enjoyed Jared Leto's performance. I enjoy the Joker in general, except for the freaking Lego Joker. But that's cool to know. There's been reports and rumors that, you know, there will be a Batman series with Ben Affleck and Jared Leto's Joker in, um, are on HBO Max, which is, you know, fantastic. Give me some more Jared Leto Joker. I thought, I think, I thought, and I still feel that he is, um, overly attacked for that performance. But, hey, that's social media for you. And that's the news for you right there. Gonna take a, uh, a break and then get to the review for this episode. So hang on, let's do my haunter buddies and I'll be back. Do you like to go to Halloween Horror Nights? Do you yourself like Hollow Scream, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and other scary things? Or maybe on the weekend, you like to summon a ghost or go find yourself a demon. If you do, then this is the podcast for you. Haunters! You can follow us every Wednesday on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Haunters Pod. Where we're ready to haunt you. Ah, wonderful, it comes off kind of creepy. We're keeping it! by your floor, Becky. The search continues for four inmates who escaped federal custody this morning. Authorities say the men are armed and extremely dangerous. Come on, boy, let's go swimming. Let's oh, can you wait a second? What is she doing here? Let her walk all over you. She's 13. Jeff, this gentleman lost his dog. Okay, well, why don't you give us your number? Her dog is a Rottweiler. Purebred, or as the Germans call them, Rottweiler Metzgerhunds. That's why you never let them mate with other breeds. You get the worst of both. Okay, I think it's time for you to go. Stay calm. I'm looking for a key. It has this symbol engraved on it. You seen it? No. Well, that leaves little Becky. Where's Becky? Wait, wait! Ah! He's gonna hold your dad still while I hurt him. I'm not gonna let them get away with this. There once was a little girl. Becky! And she was good. Stop running! She was very, very good. And when she was bad, hey! she was horrible. <laughs> Welcome everybody back to the show. Our uh, the review for this week is going to be the film Becky that came out uh, earlier in June. Actually, came out June fifth, twenty twenty. As the film, um, you know, let's go to the synopsis. I always do this. <laughs> Nothing new. Um, so Becky is a film about the rebellious character, a little a rebellious girl by the name of Becky who is trying to reconnect with her father during a weekend getaway at a lakefront house, but the trip soon takes a turn for the worse when convicts on the run, led by Dominic, who is uh, played by Kevin James, 
suddenly invade their home. Um, there's just synopsis. The film itself, good little action thriller. I think it's what, yeah, it's an action thriller about an hour and 30 minutes. So, not an overly long movie, action thriller, good, to the point kind of film. Um, so let's talk to, go back to the history about this film for me. I remember seeing, uh, some posts and some articles about the film and it was the main thing they kept seeing is, see Kevin James in a role you've never seen him before. See Kevin James play a, a merciful character. See him play a threatening character. I'm like, okay, it's an interesting idea. And I remember watching the trailer for the first time and I was like, Okay, you know, fair enough. It looks okay, but I don't know if I'm overly excited for it or if anything like that. Um, so, did my thing, went to the Red Box, which, you know, I wish they were a monitor. Or a monitor. I wish they were a uh, sponsor for this podcast because I bring them up every single episode. But hey, they're a great service. Um, not an ad, but totally would be an ad if they wanted it to be an ad. But I went to the Red Box looking for a film to check out, and I saw that. That one came up on the first screen, and I'm like, you know what? Let's do this. Why not? Let's do this thing. Let's check it out. See how it is, you know? What's, what's the worst that happens? You watch a movie that you didn't like? I've done that plenty of times. Let's do my last couple of reviews. Um, so I picked it up, and the first thing that caught me when I was checking out is like, they're telling me this is an R-rated film, and I'm like, whoa. I never, I never pieced that together. I never saw the rating for the film, and I was like, "This is R-rated." And I didn't even look at what it was rated R for because I was kind of in a hurry. But I'm like, "It's interesting. It's an R-rated film, okay?" And when I watched the film, I completely understand why now it is an R-rated film because this film is very violent. It is very intense. It is very graphic. It's very gruesome. <laughs> I was not expecting it at all to go down like that. I, you know, I thought it was going to be one of your regular, because we've seen this in, you know, horror films, thriller films before, the whole, you know, convicts escape, and now they're got uh, people captured, or they're torturing somebody, or something like that, we've seen it numerous times throughout the horror world, um, and I thought, you know, it would be basically kind of the same route, but I, it never, I guess because the main character is a young character, like, it never grabbed my attention that, this was going to be a violent film, and lo and behold, this film starring a 14-year-old girl is extremely gruesome, <laughs> so story-wise, like I said, it's something we've kind of, you know, seen before, if you will, or halfway, um, my impressions of the film, it, um, it actually blew me away, I was not expecting it to be because I didn't have high hopes going into it. I didn't, you know, like I said, I would just pick the film up and for on a whim and just be like, hey, let's see what it is. I've always been a Kevin James fan. I loved The King of Queens. I loved him and, you know, his movies he's done, being extremely goofy, stupid or not. I've always kind of been a fan of his because I loved Kev um, King of Queens, right? And so the first time I see him in the film, you know, I got a little smirk and I kind of chuckled a little bit because, you know, when you see somebody you've grown up watching do comedy forever and you see them, you, you immediately think of the funny stuff they've done, right? I, know I can't be the only person that does that. But as the film went on, I'm like, oh, he's doing good. All right, yeah, I'm buying this. I can buy Kevin James as a, as a sinister kind of person. Pulls it off completely. Does a really, really good job in the character that he's playing. Um... As far as the main character of the film, her name is Lulu Wilson. She, uh, like I mentioned, 14 years old. 
Uh, she was in Ouija, Origin of Evil, Annabelle Creation. There you go, so I have seen something with her in it before. And the 2018 adaptation of The Haunting of Hill House. Okay, so I've seen a couple of things she's been in. Um, it, did, it just didn't register, which is interesting because I, I really enjoy Annabelle Creation. And I wonder what character she played in Annabelle Creation. You know, I'm going to do a deep dive on her on her uh, filmography real quick. Give me a second. Uh, oh, she's in Doctor Strange 2 as Donna Strange in a deleted scene. Annabelle Creation, she's Linda. She's in Ready Player One. Haunting of Hill House is young Shirley. She's in Star Trek Picard. Oh, wow, this kid. Wow, this kid's got a good filmography going here. Okay. Well, you know, screw me for not knowing her. Her filmography, she's got some stuff going on. But she, oh, so good in the movie. So good. She's going to be, she might be, you know, a force going forward, especially if she stays in the horror genre, which it looks like, you know, Ouija, Annabelle, Haunting of Hill House. She's kind of been there. Who knows what happens as she gets older if she tries to branch out into other film worlds. But she's really good in the uh, Becky film that we're talking about here. I, you know, she plays the snotty little teenager very well. Uh, broken family teenager trying to deal with uh, dad dating as you heard in the trailers like what is she doing here you know again stuff we've seen before maybe stuff that maybe some of you have lived through with um at some point in your life but you know the story a lot of us really know overall my feeling of the film like I said blown away by it it, it surprised me with um how good it was I really thought it was an, a really good enjoyable film to be completely honest with you hour and 30 minutes of that hour and 30 minutes I was I was in I was in the whole time I enjoyed it thought the acting was really good I thought the story did perfectly fine and blew me away and shocked me with how brutal and gruesome the film is I you know again not expecting that at all in any way whatsoever just stuff that went on in this film I'm like holy freaking crap <laughs> you know I mean being completely honest, as, as somebody who's watched horror movies for as long as I can remember, this is this feels like a good. They got it considered an action thriller movie, so you know it's not like a traditional horror spooky kind of horror movie. Um, it's more of a thriller kind of scary film, if you will. And I enjoyed it, absolutely enjoyed it. This is right down my alley. It's a it's a good good way to spend an hour and thirty minutes. They did a good job. Like I mentioned, Kevin James is believable in it. Lulu Wilson will um, carry the film very well. And they do what they needed to do in that film. They entertained. And it's an entertaining film and a gruesome behind film. <laughs> um, just, I'm saying it so many times because I want you to be prepared. This film, it gets pretty gruesome. You know, it's woof, woof. But um, nonetheless, I 100% give Becky a pass. I think they did a really, a really good job with this film and... I'm glad to say that it it uh it shocked me. It blew me away. Blew me away with how enjoyable it was and I can't suggest it enough. I give it a pass. I say check it out as soon as you can. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. I know I'm kinda lenient with some films, but at the same time I'm gonna tell you when I don't like a film, looking at you, freaking Favarium. But uh well, nonetheless, that is the review for this episode. That is the film Becky, now out on, I'm sure, streaming services. It was at the Redbox where I got it. Uh, I, I suggest checking it out. I think it'll be a good time. It's a good good hour and 30 minutes of your time spent on a movie. And all right, my babies, hit that. Jeez, good lord, that was loud. Let me see if I can uh, 
back up that loudness a little bit for you here. Let's try this again. Play the music. All right, hopefully that's not too loud for you. So we're on this audio thing. But nonetheless, that will conclude this week's episode. I thank you so much for joining me once again. I appreciate you so much to have the support over and over again from the people who continue to listen to this show. Thank you so much. If you can please share with your friends and help uh, help everything grow, that would be awesome. But nonetheless, thank you again for joining me this week. I will talk to you again next week with more movie news and reviews. And as always, remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on a light. Talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.